I, I didn't know how to tell a story that felt real without kind of talking about, I don't know, just what I, what I saw. I think there's a kind of strange thing that happens when you're a young person and you know, books are being put in front of you. And if you like to read, you, you start to, you know, devour a lot of books. I, I wasn't reading anything that really felt like the environment that, that is South Florida. As a younger writer, I was kind of replicating more what I was reading versus what I was actually seeing in my day-to-day -day life. Welcome to Form Beyond the Pages, the podcast that tells the stories behind the stories of Florida Humanities award-winning magazine. I'm Andrew Quintana. In our inaugural season of this new podcast, we'll be speaking to the writers who penned the articles in our fall 2023 environmental issue of Forum, This Land We Love. This week, author Jonathan Escoffrey discusses his article, Color Me King. Throughout this season of our podcast, we've discussed Florida's environment from a traditional perspective of the word, the natural organisms and landscapes that make our state unique. But sometimes we don't have to venture too far out to try and understand our environment. For award-winning author Jonathan Escoffrey, the environment he explores in his essay in the fall issue of Forum is the memory of his South Florida childhood, his neighborhood of Cutler Ridge, his penchant for creating murals on the walls of the home his parents were renting, and a brief but eye-opening encounter with a police officer. Jonathan Escoffrey is the author of the international bestseller, If I Survive You, a collection of eight short stories that follow the struggles of a Jamaican family who builds a new home in Miami. The stories are works of fiction, but pull from some of Escoffrey's real-life experiences. In his story for Forum, Escoffrey reflects on the moment that inspired his novel. I guess the first thing I'm curious about is just how's life been treating you since you've written a very successful book? I feel it's, it's weird to meet an author of a book you've read, especially a book about a personal story like yours, because my last memory of you was where you left the book at. Mm -hmm. I have this image of you, you know, at this very low point in your life where you're trying to figure things out. Well, you know, go, go ahead. No, yeah. I mean, I should point out it's it's fiction. So, you know, I, I would say a low, low point in Trelawney's life and, and not necessarily mine. <laughs> Although, you know, a lot, there, there are certainly some parallels in the book, a lot of parallels, especially when we're thinking about or when I'm writing about this uh, American-born American character who has, you know, Jamaican parents and, uh, for that matter, a, a Jamaican born older brother. <laughs> so, you know, the, I, I was, I was cutting it kind of close to, um, my, my experience in, in those ways. But for me, it always seemed like a more interesting vehicle to tell stories through, through, through fiction. And, um, and for me, the, the, the kind of linked sto story form that built towards a, a larger narrative arc was, um, I don't know, just how I perceive like my experience or, or, um, I guess organize my memories in a sense, but also, you know, again, building on, on what, um, I don't know, certain things I lived through. Like I definitely wanted to capture, um, what it was like to grow up in Cutler Ridge in the 1980s in particular, going into the nineties and, you know, having those, um, experiences of, uh, being kids and trying to figure out like what, what to do with the uh, various forms of wildlife that populated our neighborhood and, and trying to understand our relationship with it. And sometimes I, I might say from a distance, uh, maybe even misunderstanding our, our relationship with the wildlife, but, you know, from there, you know, I really wanted to kind of 
like the word that comes to mind is exaggerate, but I, I, I guess what I mean is um, kind of capitalize on pushing the conflict. So if there are small father-son relationship issues, how can I kind of push the conflict further and, and, and think about what that might look like in the, you know, in the, the, like what's the worst thing that could happen between the father and son, for instance. And I'm thinking of um, Splashdown in particular with the Cookie and Ox characters. Um, but then a kind of parallel uh, father-son relationship being with Trelawney and his father Topper and, you know, thinking about more nuanced ways that sons and fathers sometimes just can't seem to to get it right. Right. Yeah. And I guess that was something I wanted to also to explore a little bit as well with you because the book reads very personal. So you would imagine this is, oh, this is a true story. And like you said, you've pulled elements of truth from your life. But how do you toe that line of this is where our, my story is going to end. And this is like, like you said, this is where Trelawney is going to go. You kind of mentioned conflict being the the entry point for you. Is that true? Or do you have different avenues you come at with fiction? Yeah, I mean, it, it might be enlarging the, the conflict and um, finding, you know, vehicles to explore an idea about conflict, trying to find the actual structure for a story. So like the opening story of the book is called Influx and it follows very closely Trelawney's exploration of um, his identity. Um, and he, he, it's not that he wanted to explore his identity. It's that, you know, everyone else is asking him, what are you and why don't you fit into these more, I guess, black and white boxes that, we're, we're, we're used to plugging people into. I mean, for me, it's like I could I could remember being asked some of the questions that Jelani was was asked growing up and, and also in adulthood for that matter. But if, if I want this to be um, something that's compelling and something that people can actually follow along with and um, track a journey, I still have to, in a sense, um, you know, pick and choose which of these voices I'm going to then turn into characters, even as, as they're kind of minor characters who are, are kind of, um, it's, it's like a, a kind of running refrain that keeps coming back to him so that every time he tries to latch on to a particular identity that people might find acceptable or, or legible, you know, he just wants to be able to put the question to, to rest very succinctly. But every time he gets close, there's another voice being layered on top of that, that is kind of challenging that. And, you know, for me to, I don't know, put a kind of structure around it. Um, I felt like I had to fictionalize and I had to kind of condense voices. I think that's good background, uh, especially for this story uh, that you wrote for him, since it's a very personal story. I mean, you write in the subtitle that this story was the inspiration for your book or you felt like it was the moment that you got inspired to write your book. Before yeah. we get into that story, I, I, I was curious if you could tell me how you ended up writing for forum in the first place what was the story behind getting in touch with our editor pam daniels and submitting a story i think it was pam daniels who who got in touch um with with me or, or my team um possibly my agent you know I've, I've, I've been shown a lot of love from south florida and florida in general which i didn't know what would happen necessarily i mean obviously i I, if you're familiar with the book, you know, I wrote a book that takes place in Miami, various parts of Miami, um, and then a little bit in Jamaica, a little bit in the Midwest for a very brief time. But when you're talking about a place, you're talking about a city, talking about a region, and you're, 
you know, you have certain criticisms about, um, about the place. <laughs> it's, you, you don't necessarily know if people are going to be on board with that kind of, um, that kind of message, uh, not that I'm writing with a, a particular message, but just, you know, exploring the, the, the kind of strangeness of, uh, Miami in particular, but thankfully <laughs> thus far, largely my, my experience, um, of, uh, or I should say the reception that has, uh, made its way back to me anyway, uh, has been very, very positive. And so I, I think that that is the, the reason I'm, I'm here talking to you and why I, I wrote, I was asked to write the, uh, the essay. I, I would say so, because as someone who was born and raised in Miami, I really appreciated your book for the honesty I don't think I've ever read a book that really captured the South Florida that I grew up in. And I really found that in your book. You take your readers on kind of a mini tour of South Florida through the various neighborhoods and areas. And I was wondering how much of a role the environment of your characters plays into your writing. Because as I'm reading your book, and I'm reading this story as well for, for Forum, the South Florida that I know is very vivid to me. And it, it almost transports me to where your character is in. How much of a role does the environment play when you're writing? It, it plays a, a big role in, in all of the various ways that we might talk about environment. I mean, this... I think it's in, in a way why I wanted to tell the larger story of this family through these standalone stories, because uh, in the story Pestilence, for example, that's where I really wanted to talk about the landscape and the animals and insects <laughs> and, um, and, 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 you know, kind of finally land with the, the, the hurricane, because that was such, I don't know, that was such a, a pivotal part of my upbringing, just my upbringing, my, my childhood was populated um, with those, those creatures that, <laughs> that uh, shared space with us in, in my neighborhood. But then there's like the, the kind of cultural environment and the mashups of culture cultures that create, you know, Miami in a sense. Uh, I, I didn't know how to tell a story that felt real without kind of talking about, I don't know, just what I, what I saw. I think there's a kind of strange thing that happens when you're a young person and you know, books are being put in front of you. And if you like to read, you, you start to, you know, devour a lot of books. And um, I, I wasn't reading anything that really felt like the environment that, that is South Florida. As a younger writer, I was kind of replicating more what I was reading versus what I was actually seeing in my day-to-day -day life. At a certain point in my 20s, um, I, I realized that if, if my writing was going to feel true, on the page and, and feel for that matter, like worthy <laughs> of being read, then I, I really had to make a, a switch and start actually talking about, you know, what was around me. And, um, and that was a, a kind of pivotal realization that I, that I eventually had. Did you know this was the story, this essay was the story you wanted to write for forum from the get go, or did you have a vision for a story that you wanted to write for this magazine and it became this? Yeah, I, you know, I think that's a great question because it makes me think about how I went into the assignment thinking that I was going to write more specifically about Cutler Bay. <laughs> I always pause over Cutler Bay. Yeah, now you know, Cutler Bay. It was Cutler Ridge when I was growing up, but um, Cutler Bay. 
I, I thought I was going to really talk about what it was like to grow up there. And for some reason, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't really get past these memories of, you know, when my family first got to first kind of arrived in, in Miami and we lived in that house in Perrine. I don't know. I felt like I, I was coming into my, <laughs> my, my consciousness, I, I guess, as a, as a very young boy who's starting to, I don't know, put some kind of order to the world around me. And, you know, some of that had to do with, with art and, um, finding a love for, for creation, <laughs> um, even in, in, in a kind of creation that was getting me, uh, into trouble as I was, you know, I was, I was, uh, basically damaging the the house that my parents was, uh, were, uh, renting, you know, I, I felt the need eventually when I was writing this essay to, to actually talk about those things and talk about, you know, the earliest stages of creation and, and real and finding a kind of context. Um, I felt, I felt that it was important to find a kind of context for what it is that I came to write about and, um, and, and why I write, I suppose. Is it a struggle sometimes to, have to go back through your memories and try to vividly remember these moments in your life. You mentioned the photograph that sparked this moment of reflection in your essay. If you didn't come across that photo, would this whole essay that you wrote been lost in time? I think the struggle is in trying to get around the memories that are so cemented in my mind that I believe they are true. (laughs) you know, it's like, there are certain memories I've told myself over and over and over again. And I have to acknowledge there's no way some of this, I should say, there's, there's, there's no way I can actually know if this is true. It's, it's how I remembered it. And it's how I've I've kind of my, my mental uh, writing instrument has just been kind of circling it and um, putting the indent deeper and deeper and deeper as I've gotten older. And even if I look at an old Polaroid that I'll find in a family album, it's like, like, I just don't know what's happening on the outer frames of that photograph. <laughs> you know, like I, there may have been other people present, but I'll only really remember like, who's actually in the photograph. There are things about the house I'll never remember because I can only see the front of, of, of the house. And, and so these very, these various memories are, they're so confined to, um, you know, the, this like the size of a Polaroid in a sense, um, or, or those, those moments that are kind of like traumatic. Like I remember being scolded for drawing on the wall with the, with the crayon. Um, but I don't, you know, there's, there's a, there's a lot more that happened in, in the, you know, the day before the day after the rest of that particular day, but you know, I'm locked onto these, these distinct moments. I think the crazy making, elements of it is trying to get around that and trying to create meaning from it without actually buying into the idea that, you know, memory is reliable. Do you feel like South Florida is still a place of inspiration or are you done with that chapter of your life? It's a great question. I mean, I am writing a book that takes place back in Miami. I don't know how long I'll be writing books that take place in Miami. When I'm there, I, I feel a lot of inspiration. And so I, I, I do want to feel that connection um, with South Florida uh, to, to, to get that kind of creative um, inspiration. Because I, I just think there's so much more to say about it. But I don't always want to be, I don't know, trapped in that 
timeline of, of a, a kind of 1980s Miami to, to up to like the, the financial crash. So, so, so for me, like, I think it's important to stay connected and figure out, okay, what's, what's going on right right now that, that, that of course is going to have a kind of historical context for whatever is happening right now. And, and obviously, you know, in the news, but for me, it's, it's always more interesting in fiction to, to, to see like, what's it feel like on the ground? What are people saying to one another? And I think it's important to, to get that firsthand. So, so I'll be spending some, some more time back down there. That was Jonathan Escoffrey on his story, Color Me King. We hope you've enjoyed this season of Form Beyond the Pages. We'll be taking a break for the holidays, but don't worry, we'll be back in 2024 with all new episodes. Forum Beyond the Pages is produced by Florida Humanities. Our music was created by Tampa Bay area musician JJ Padishaw. You can follow him on Instagram at JJ Padishaw Music. Want to get the latest issue of Forum delivered to your door three times a year? Become a Florida Humanities member by visiting floridahumanities.org forward slash membership. Until next time.